You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 110. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end your emotional eating, lose your extra weight, and how to leave all those overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about how to wake up and get your eating off autopilot. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a structured group coaching experience for smart women who are tired of diets. The group helps you pursue your goals of eliminating emotional eating and losing that weight, and of course, bringing more happiness into your life. Who doesn't want that? In the Freedom Group, we use my unique Eat, Think, Love program with me as your coach and a beautiful group of women just like you for support and accountability. So be sure to check the show notes when we're finished for more information about the Freedom Group and eat, think, love. Now let's get started with today's coaching session. Here is what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about exactly what I mean when I say stop eating on autopilot. What is autopilot? And what it looks like in your everyday life and why you do it. Why you might be zoning out when you eat. We'll talk about why it's important to stop zoning out and to wake up and pay attention And of course, I'm going to tell you how to do that, how to wake up, become more awake and aware and mindful of your eating and your life. I want you to live fully and appreciate each moment. And that includes when you're eating. And this is part of a two-part little series that I've put together for you. So episodes 110, this one, and the next one, 111, are going to all focus on paying more attention when you eat. So podcast 111, the one that's next week, is going to be about eating mindfully, how to eat with intention and attention. So let's dive in right now. What do I mean by eating on autopilot? Well, do you ever just start eating and zone out while you're eating? And then you get to the end of your meal and Your plate is clean and you don't exactly remember how you got there. That's what I mean by autopilot, zoning out. It also means zoning out when you don't, when you start eating and you don't check in with yourself. So you don't even know if you're actually hungry. It's also what we used to call the seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. I don't even think. Now, of course, there's always a thought before you do anything, but you may not be aware of the thought. It may be such a quick habit that you don't really feel it. And you just get that hand-to-mouth momentum going where it's almost like you turned on a switch, you're starting to eat, and it doesn't feel like you're aware of what you're doing. It's just automatic. It's where you don't question your urges to eat and you just follow them. And you know that as human beings... We get urges, just like animals get urges to do something. Animals operate by instinct and urge, and they don't know anything but following those urges. 
And that's what helps them survive. But in our world as humans, we do have brains that work differently than animals that operate on a higher level. And when we get urges to eat, I want you to think about thinking when you get an urge to eat. That's what we're attempting to do right now is put a space in between the urge and moving that hand and fork up to your mouth and eating, putting the space there so that you actually have a choice. You always do, but I just want you to feel it. And finally, eating on autopilot is when you simply are in the habit of never checking in with yourself. Remember that hunger is a physical sensation. It's something that starts in your body, and then it gives the signal to your brain that you should get some food, you're hungry. But if you don't check in with yourself, you may be operating from all different types of feelings and sensations other than hunger. And the goal is to really limit your eating to hunger. So what does eating on autopilot actually look like in your everyday life when you're doing it? It's when you see food, could be in person, could be on a television commercial, could be a picture in a magazine. So you see it or you smell it and you develop a desire for it and you go for it. And it's all because of it, what it looks like and how appealing it looks sends a message to your brain that you should get some of that. It could be that somebody else is eating. So it's seeing the food and feeling, thinking different thoughts that maybe you feel left out and sad that you're not eating too, and that it would be a great idea to join in. It may be that you look at your watch and you notice that it's a certain time of day, time when you usually eat. And that's an example of wanting to use an external cue to feed yourself when even though it may be noon for lunch or it may be six or seven for dinner, you're not actually hungry, but you're not checking that. You're not thinking that. You're only looking at that external cue. All of these are triggers for you to start eating when you're not hungry. Now, if you eat when you are upset, again, that's a trigger from an emotion, which comes from what you're thinking, you know that, and that trigger is going to tell you, this will make you feel better. And you go right on autopilot. You stop thinking about whether you're hungry or not. You may be one of those people that grazes all day long without thinking. And it's just your routine. You know, if you're bored at work or stumped by a problem at work, or you're dealing with young kids and you need a break, it may be your habit that you walk into the kitchen at those moments or go into the break room at work and grab something without thinking about why you're doing it, without questioning, am I hungry before I put this in my mouth? So that's what it looks like when you do it. Why do you do it? Why do you have this habit of grabbing food when you don't necessarily need it? It could be that you're just simply disconnected from the feelings, the sensations in your body. And you can't tell when you're hungry until you're really starving. And then, of course, it's very hard to not eat. It could be that you can't tell when you're full because you're disconnected from your body, so you don't stop eating 
until you're really stuffed. So notice that these are two extremes of the same continuum, waiting too long to eat and waiting too long to stop. It also could be that you may forget in the moments when you have that food in front of you that you're working on Project You, and you forget totally that that's your goal, is to take care of how you eat, how you think, and how you take care of yourself. Your lower brain just gives you a suggestion, and you follow it, and unfortunately, that strengthens your habit. If you don't think ahead or check in, then you're not utilizing your higher brain, and your higher brain is what gives you suggestions on how to take care of yourself that are always in your best interest. But when you don't think ahead, you're operating on habit. You're in a rut. You're kind of unaware. It could look like you're just sleepwalking through your life. And if you're doing this with food, my guess is that you may be doing this in other areas of your life also. If your habits involve eating when you feel a strong emotion, That could be another reason why you're just operating on autopilot. Remember that the emotion doesn't have to be a negative emotion. It could be a positive emotion. How often have you heard or maybe thought yourself that you don't eat when you're upset, you eat when you're happy, or you eat with every emotion? So you may not be experienced in feeling your feelings. When you do feel them, you feel so uncomfortable and threatened that you eat to avoid the feeling. Then what happens is you're so afraid of restriction and deprivation that you never say no to yourself. And this is based on a false premise that saying no to yourself always means that you're depriving yourself. And I know that you've heard and we've all heard that depriving yourself is not a good way to lose weight. That's true. But saying no to yourself when you're not hungry and when you're just feeling an uncomfortable feeling is not deprivation. I wonder also if you have a fear that, while we're talking about emotions here, a fear that if you slow down and you see what you're doing and thinking and feeling, that it all comes to the surface and that the fear is that you're going to uncover a mess of pain. But slowing down and paying attention and becoming more awake is what is required to get to the source of your pain. Eating is like putting a Band-Aid on it. And I know you want to get rid of any pain, but I want you to remember that pain is a part of life, just like joy is a part of life. We don't have to be afraid of emotional pain because it's part of what gives us contrast to the good feelings that we also have. One of the things I see a lot is when people stop eating mindlessly on autopilot, they suddenly become aware of this whole range of emotions and it's new for them. And when you go through this, you might feel worse before you feel better. That's nothing to be alarmed about. It's simply because you're not numbing yourself out. You're not zoning out while you eat so that you don't have to feel an emotion. So when you stop doing that, you suddenly feel everything and it can be quite strange. Now, I started this coaching session telling you that you need to stop zoning out. You need to stop eating on autopilot. But if you think anything like me, I always want to know why. Why should I do something? And why shouldn't I do something? 
So let's talk a little bit about why I want you to stop zoning out and eating on autopilot. If you're having a result in your life that you don't like, like you're eating in a certain way or the weight that you have or how you feel about yourself, well, the way to change any of those things is to see clearly what you're doing now that creates that result and to make changes from a peaceful place with strong motivation. If you try to make changes from a place of external rules, like a diet or somebody else's eating prescription, without using your own internal wiring to make your actions fit with your brain and your body, then you're going to be forcing yourself and it won't last. You're able to avoid pain temporarily in the moment when you do that, but you'll always have a consequence by eating on autopilot. And that consequence is why you're listening to me now. Either you're not as happy as you could be in your life, or you're walking around in a larger body than you should be, or maybe you're just muting your whole emotional life and sleepwalking a little bit. And don't be upset when I say that you might be sleepwalking through your life because our goal today in this session is to convince you that even if it's uncomfortable, waking up is the key to living your fullest life. So how do you wake up? How do you become more awake and aware and mindful of your eating and your life? We're going to talk about that right now. And don't forget, there's more to come specifically for waking up when you eat in episode 111. Well, one of the ways I want you to begin this is to plan how you're going to eat. We're going to talk about planning what you eat in another session, but for right now, I want you to think about planning how you're going to eat using the basics of my Eat, Think, and Love program. Know that if you rebel against planning, that either it's simply that you're associating planning with a diet plan, or you're rebelling against change. And this is really common. Don't feel bad if this is the immediate thought that comes up, is I'm not going to plan. I don't have time to plan. I don't want to plan. Planning feels restrictive. I want to be a free spirit. Guess what? This is your lower brain striving just to protect you and to try to make your life easier by having you do what you know and what's repetitive. But what you know isn't working, right? Your lower brain doesn't know that continuing to eat in a zoned out way is giving you a result that you don't really want. So it's not that your own brain is trying to hurt you or sabotage you. It's not. It's just very efficient at getting you to do what you've always done. So if a feeling comes up that you want to rebel against what we're talking about right now, about how to get around the habit of being asleep at the dinner table, know that that feeling of rebellion comes from your lower brain thoughts. And when I say asleep at the dinner table, obviously, of course, I mean figuratively, not literally. Although my kids used to occasionally fall asleep at the dinner table. So let's get back to what to do about all this. So you're going to plan. In the beginning, here's what I want you to focus on. More on how you're going to eat than what you're going to eat. So you know the drill. Go back to some very early sessions in the podcast where you eat. And I will teach you how to eat when you're a little hungry to lightly satisfied. 
you will eat with guidelines. Always sit down when you're eating and ask yourself the big basic question, which is, am I hungry? Always. That's your basic rule. And again, rules are okay, especially rules that you create. A rule that you create is a rule that's serving you. So don't tell yourself that you're the kind of person that doesn't like rules. This is a rule from you for you to get yourself what you want. Always ask this question. When you're planning ahead, the brilliant thing is that that engages the higher part of your brain. This part of your brain always helps you do what you know you should do. And I want you to think about the if-then tool. This is a basic cognitive behavioral psychology tool. And if-then means this, you fill in the blanks. If I am going to blank, if I'm going to eat, then I will always ask myself, am I hungry? If I'm going to eat, then I will sit down. If I'm going to eat, then I will check in with myself. And when you ask yourself if you're hungry, remember, I want you to be concrete and very specific. So use the hunger scale and put a number on it. Any behavior you want to change, you need to shine a light on it. That means seeing what you're doing and inserting a pause so you can get off autopilot. Am I hungry? And there is a worksheet in my book, which you know you can get in the show notes at no charge from me. There is a worksheet in my book that will help you. It's called Before I Eat. Read that worksheet. Set some reminders every time you sit down to eat. Remember that your goal is to be aware and awake so you can know what you need, whether it's physical sustenance like food, or maybe what you really need is a chat with a friend because you're sad. You'll know what you need, when you need it, and how to give it to yourself. But you've got to wake up and see what you've been doing in order to get yourself to do that. So let's talk about an action step for our coaching session this week. Remember this, hearing something and learning it on that level is good, but it's not as good as practicing it because practice means taking action. So for now, here's your action step. I want you to create your own if-then statement. Here are some examples. If I sit at the table to eat, then I will check in with my body and see whether I'm hungry and put a number on it. If I see someone else eating something that looks good, then I will ask myself if I'm hungry before I reach for it. If I'm eating because I have physical hunger, then I'll pause halfway through to assess how that hunger's doing and see whether it's still there. Now that's it for our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and focus on this week, and you know what action steps you will commit to doing this week the if-then exercise. I'd like to take just a moment again to remind you about my new free Facebook group called Weight Loss Made Real. I'd love you to join me there. It's a place where you can connect with me and talk about the concepts in these coaching sessions, in these podcast episodes, and help you each week take the action that we're talking about. I would love to see you there. Now, I do hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and just that general habitual overeating step-by-step. 
until they both become something you used to do. We both know that that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.